Just before we got started, we flipped a coin and Matt lost. He called, what was it, Tails, did you call? I called Tails and Tails failed. Yep, and uh, it's heads, and that means that I will receive the kick, which means that I will have the number one pick. Uh, today on the big show, we're going to be uh, rotating between uh, picks uh, of, uh, of an NFL mock draft, uh, Sports Not Style, and also NFL Reckless Speculation Style. That's the podcast. I'm your good friend. I'm your pal. I'm your compadre. It's TC, everybody. How you doing? Uh, joining me, as always, on the big show is Mr. Matt Johnson, one of the lead editors over at uh, the Sports Knot. Uh, not, the, not the Sports Knot, but Sports... <laughs> I had somebody I had somebody say that to me the other day. They said, the Sports Knot. And I'm like, it's not the Sports Knot. And then here I go and say it uh, myself. So I'm a hypocrite. Um, at SportsKnot.com, that's sports as in sports, and then not as an N-A-U-T like juggernaut so and you can follow matt on the twitter it's uh, matt j underscore sports you still haven't updated that twitter handle yet huh buddy i have not not yet okay all right all right well we are one hour when we record this we're one hour uh one, i'm sorry, one hour one day six hours and 39 minutes from the start of the nfl draft everybody's really excited by the time this goes up on the website we should be about a day out and uh so we'll, we'll get a short shelf life on this and we'll know uh by next tuesday if we're wrong or well next wednesday in this case so all right let's get to it uh i have the first pick and i i want to make that pick does anybody got any offers for me at this point you know no offers here. You just we've heard so much that Cincinnati's not even pretending to listen to offers. They're cutting their phone lines. So that's you know yeah. foregone conclusion. Yeah, but I'm I'm not cutting my phone line. So I'm I'm looking at the Dolphins. You sure that Miami Dolphins don't want to trade a couple of number one picks uh, up uh, to take Joe Burrow along with another number one next year? No, any interest? Yeah, you know the Dolphins. We. We like a quarterback enough that we think he's talented enough. He might not be Joey Burrow, but he we think he's pretty close. All right. So, well, that means with the number one pick, uh, I guess it's a foregone conclusion that uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have decided that they have no other choice. They have no offers, even though they're open to it, because uh, maybe they like Trevor Lawrence a little more. And uh, they're taking Joey Burrow out of uh, LSU, the quarterback who won the national title and will lead the Bengals to the Super Bowl. There was some rumors that the Bengals actually liked Tua. They wanted to rekindle the Boomer Esaias and left-handed magic. But uh, no suitors, so we move on. Any thoughts on the pick? Is, 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 is that what you think is going to happen in real life? Is, is Joe Burrow going to be the pick? I, th I think it's a guarantee at this point. I mean, honestly, Cincinnati has reportedly told Burrow weeks ago that he's the number one. All right. There you go. Not too shabby. All right, so uh, we're up to the second uh, pick, and the Redskins have it. Uh, and uh, you're on the clock, buddy boy. Yeah, you know, if I'm Washington here, unless someone comes offering me three first-round picks, including one that's in the top six, I am going to stay put. So, you know, unless that offer comes available, which maybe it does. If it doesn't, I'm going to take myself, Mr. Chase Young, who not only – is a phenomenal generational talent, but he's the local kid, hometown hero, guy that everyone wants to see. I'm going to make the fans happy. Is he a difference maker with uh, Washington or? 
He is. He's the type of player that he can win defensive rookie of the year immediately. He can be a defensive player of the year candidate in years to come. He is going to be a phenomenal piece for this team. And, you know, I believe in Dwayne Haskins. I think he's going to be great for our team going forward. So we got our quarterback. We got our edge rusher. I'm very excited. I'm just going to let you know, NFC East, we're coming for that crown this year. Wow. The sarcasm dripping there. Uh, I, I mean, I'd assume it's sarcasm. And uh, so, yeah, okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. So we're up to the Lions at number three. And uh, that's my pick. And I've got some ideas here on uh, some things that uh, might uh, shake up the draft. I'm, I'm going between... I'm going between two guys here that most people may not think that I'm going between. And there's always some teams. I mean, the draft is not going to go the way the quote-unquote experts like Matt. And, well, I'm hardly an expert, but Matt's much more of an expert. But whether you're looking at ESPN or CBS or Walter Football, bum, 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 that's a Slack joke uh, in our uh, Slack channel. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and then uh, some also uh, some other mock drafts out there. And even if you're doing your own mock draft, it never goes the way you think it's going to go. There's always teams that are just going to throw you know, wrenches and everything. That's just like, whoa, what happened here? Well, it's going to happen. The Detroit Lions select Jerry Judy with the third pick. Ooh, very interesting. They believe in Matt Stafford, and they want to get him a Calvin Johnson type of guy. They feel that uh, Jerry Judy is that type of player. Doesn't have the height, all the height that they wish he had, but he's uh, he's pretty close. Yeah, and Jerry Judy, I mean, you're talking about that receiving corpse they would have with Kenny Galladay. I mean, even Danny Amendola is still pretty productive. They've got Marvin Jones. That's, that is a scary receiving corpse that, you know, Stafford stays healthy. That running game improves. My goodness, that, that offense would be unstoppable. You know, the, the thing about uh, us drafting now is... <laughs> Hopefully, I can remember everybody who's getting picked here because, because uh, uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, as I'm going to be bouncing around here. All right. So, uh, in just uh, two shakes of a lamb's tail, we want to get to the Giants. There, uh, they've been rumored uh, to maybe be trading down. They, I think they, they, I think honestly, I think they should have traded up. But uh, we'll find out what the Giants are going to do here in just a second. And let's go, Raider Nation. It's me, Evan Grote, host of Just Pod Baby. Join me as I bring you the latest news on your Las Vegas Raiders. On Just Pod Baby, I will give you my thoughts on all things silver and black. And of course, you can expect to receive the best information from top-notch guests. Be sure to listen to Just Pod Baby, a Las Vegas Raiders podcast, part of the Silver and Black Today Media Group. Hey everyone, this is Sharon Waxman. I'm the founder and the editor-in-chief of The Wrap, the premier news source for daily coverage of the entertainment industry. I'm also your host of this new podcast, The Wrap Up, a show that gives you an insider's look at the top stories in Hollywood. Each week, we'll bring you the latest news on the business of movies, TV, streaming, and tech. So be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you each week on The Wrap Up. Hey, if you're digging on the show, make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Alexa or on Stitcher or Google Podcasts. Very nice. Very nice. And uh, if you'd love to tell a friend about the show, 
we'd appreciate it. I myself would uh, wish you uh, heartfelt congratulations, and Matt would be your cabana boy for the next uh, six to 12 minutes, depending on his availability. So there you go, right? Absolutely. All right. And now, I'm, of course, I'm 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 thinking that Princess Kate is actually listening to the show. That's our only listener. She's a big football fan, and of you course. and you being Princess Princess Kate's cabana boy wouldn't be such a bad thing, right? You know, however long I need it, I'm, I'm ready to go. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So we're up to the uh, Giants at number four after Joey Burrow went one, Chase Young two, and the Lions took Jerry Judy at number three. So what are you thinking at number four? You know, the decision here comes down for me to two things. It's I would love to protect Daniel Jones. He just, he needs an offensive line in front of him. But you know, the Atlanta Falcons are calling me up and saying, hey, We'll give you the 16th overall pick, and we'll give you a first-round pick next year to give us that number four pick. No. And I'm thinking... I don't know. I need to approve that deal, and I'm not sure that's enough. You know, it it, it would be a tough sell for New York because you have to hope for an offensive tackle, and it will depend if Atlanta's willing to do more. If they're not, because, listen... I need that... that I, I, I'm, in, I'm in Atlanta. I need that 16... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm in New York. I need that 16 pick in Julio Jones, both yeah, both players. And, and we know Atlanta's going to keep Julio. But yeah, I think with New York, if Atlanta's not willing to meet the asking price, and Miami and Los Angeles are likely going to stay put, then New York says, you know what? We will happily take our left tackle, Tristan Wirfs, an athletic marvel who does. It's there are people who are six foot. 180 pounds who can't do the things this 300 pound offensive tackle can do athletically. I mean, he can jump out of pools. It's insane. I want him at left tackle. Daniel Jones, if you can please, please protect the football. I just got you a left tackle. So, dear thing. Tristan Wirfs for the Giants at number four. I like that pick. I love that pick because, you know, of because of Daniel Jones, as you mentioned. And yeah, it just it just makes sense to me. So I, I thought maybe you were gonna go Andrew Thomas out of Georgia, but you went with the young man out of Iowa and he is obviously a, a, a good looking guy. Not not you know, as far as uh, his sex appeal, but you know, well maybe sex appeal too. Who's the guy that had the small ding dong at the combine? What's what's that guy's name again? Trey Adams. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're up to number five here, the Miami Dolphins. Um, anybody interested in this pick out there? Anybody? Anyone? The Raiders? Anyone? Yeah, we we think we're going to take our chances on you, Miami. We're going to see what you're what you're going to do. All right. Well, in a long line of great uh, of great players, they're going to follow suit. They're going to take Jeff Akuda out of Ohio State, the cornerback. Ooh, that's man. And you're talking about Okuda. He is. You know, we talk about good corners. He is a great cornerback, and in that secondary, good luck passing on them. Yeah. Good luck passing against that team. It'll be impossible. We're playing defense in Miami, and and we're still looking at Trevor. You know, we love Tua. I know all the rumors are about Tua. We love Tua. 
And maybe we can, uh, maybe he'll drop to 18. That's what the Dolphins are thinking at this point. So they're taking, they're going big. They're taking a guy that can, yeah. I mean, the, the guy can play the run. The guy can, the guy can do everything in my mind um, from what I've heard about Akua and what I've seen. So Akuda. There you go. Chargers are up, buddy boy. And uh, yeah. the Raiders would like this pick. And the Raiders are going to offer you 12 and 19 and a second round pick. You have got yourself a deal. All right. So the Raiders now have the number six overall. And it's your pick. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's six. And, you know, move jumping up like that, that, there's only one reason that happens. Gruden wants his grinder, man. And that's going to be Tua. Oh, wow. I don't care about the medical risks. I just see, I see that grinder. I see that slinging arm. I want Tua. And that's what the Las Vegas Raiders are going to do. You only make that kind of big jump for a quarterback. And Tua, listen, if he's healthy, he has the talent that rivals Joe Burrow. That's simply, that's the bottom line. He can be a Pro Bowl quarterback. And, you know, the Raiders, they have Derek Carr. They can let Carr start 2020. Tua takes over in 2021. But if Tua hits his peak, we're talking about potentially the number one player when we look back on this draft class. Yeah, possibly. I, I I love him. I love him, but we'll see what happens. So. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. All right, so the um, the Raiders pick up uh, Tua via trade with the Chargers. So now we're up to the Panthers. And the Panthers got uh, Teddy Bridgewater. And to me, there's nothing. And now, now keep in mind, I'm not an expert. Expert. I play one on television or on podcast, but I'm hardly an expert. So I'm going to have to go to my scouting director in Carolina. What do their offensive tackles look like in Carolina uh, right now uh, to protect T- Teddy Bridgewater? And would I? It would would, have, would it be a redundant pick of me to take Andrew Thomas out of Georgia because that's who they like? You know, it's. It comes down to the offensive tackle or or the defense. And really, because they, they acquired Russell Okung to be at left tackle next year. And, you know, they're pretty confident in what they have there. But, you know, Okung misses games. He's getting up there in age. It's It feels risky with him. And this is a talented offensive tackle class. So, for me, I think it would come down to Andrew Thomas or a guy like who we'd love, Isaiah Simmons. Right. All right, so I believe in offensive line protection. I've always said that. Uh, Not that anybody knows that, but I've always said it to myself. So the Panthers are going Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle out of Georgia. They want to protect that investment in Teddy Bridgewater. And as a a pseudo-Vikings fan, I want to protect Teddy Bridgewater because he seems like such a great guy, and I'm still worried about that damn knee. So there you go. Understandable. All right. Now, as oh. Arizona's GM, I have a proposal oh. for the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, all right. Very nice. Very nice. The number eight overall pick. Okay. For number sixteen and a second and a second round pick, and Isaiah Simmons is available right here. Okay, so you're, you're leading me here. So, um. Do I want to trade down? So if I'm the Cardinals, because I'm living in the Valley of the Sun here, buddy boy, and uh, hmm, they that, did give up that second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins. 
Yeah. So this is the chance to get it back. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> Yacht Hopkins. Yeah. But I don't know. Trading that pick is a tough one. Let me let me think about that and I'll give you my answer in a second. Business with personality. That's the idea that launched London's business newspaper, City AM, 15 years ago. And it's the same idea that inspired our new daily podcast, The City View, where you'll find me, City AM editor Christian May, interviewing the most well-known, influential and colourful figures from business, politics and finance. The City View from City AM, with a new episode every morning. It's the perfect start to your working day. Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did You Have a Bad Day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us. Hey, if you're uh, if you want to learn more about uh, this uh, mock draft and check out all of our content, you can check out sportsnot.com. That is the host of NFL Reckless Speculation. Plus, if you hit the podcast tab on the top, you can see a bunch of other podcasts that uh, we are uh, friends and lovers with, including uh, Silver and Black Today, a Raiders podcast. There's a Giants podcast, Fireside Giants. Also, uh, some other podcasts coming soon. So very, very, very sexy, in my humble opinion. So the Falcons have made, the Falcon has heard the Falconer and is calling the Cardinal. Uh, and the offer was, once again, Matt, what was the offer? Arizona will send the eighth overall pick to Atlanta for the 16th overall pick and Atlanta's second rounder, which is 47th overall. Is that enough, though? I mean, it, it just... To move down eight spots, I I don't think that's enough. I I know I know you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to get the Falcons to move up, but uh, I don't think it's enough, dude. I'm gonna have to say huh? no. The Cardinals would not make that deal. Yeah, and in that case, I think for Arizona, it comes down to: do we take a defense lineman, Derek Brown, or are we getting a right tackle to protect Kyler Murray? And listen. You and I, we, we, we believe the same thing. Protect, protect, protect. And that's why, with the number eight pick, we are, tech, we are taking Mecky Becton, the offensive tackle out of Louisville. And this is a dude who, you know, we have it on sportsnot.com. He can pull an F-150 wow. by himself. Nice. He just pulls it along. It's, it's insane the strength he has, the size. And we're going to get him at right tackle. And, oh, our offense is going to take flight in 2020. Wow. So we're seeing so far Derek Brown and Isaiah Simmons and even Justin Abair or not Abair Herbert. Uh, it should be Abair, but it's not. Uh, Justin Herbert uh, drop. So this is, this is interesting. All right. So we're up to number nine, the Jaguars, which is, uh, which is my pick. And, um, the Jaguars are a tough team to figure out. I mean, who's the quarterback this year at this point? Yeah, they're they're believing <laughs> in Gardner Minshew. We'll, yeah. we'll see how it works out, Minshew mania. Yeah. So, well, I think that uh, I think that in this case they they're gonna 
because they got nothing else to lose. They're going to take who they think is the most impactful player still on the still on the draft board. And uh, I'm going to do one last uh, look through my uh, list here of impactful players. I believe. Hmm, this is a tough one. Um, yeah, oh, I don't know, man. They're gonna go. They're gonna go crazy here. They're gonna take CC uh, CD Lamb, the wide receiver. Ooh. <laughs> I I tell you, I mean, CD Lamb, if he can be what many believe, I think he can become like this—a DeAndre Hopkins-like receiver. He's explosive. His he can make one-handed catches with his body turning in the air, acrobatics that you wouldn't believe, and he can make big plays after the catch. I just I love that pick. They do too. Me personally, I don't like taking, I know everybody says this is a deep wide receiver pool and great. That's, that's wonderful. But wide receivers tend to bust more than they hit. So odds are that Jerry Judy and now uh, CD Lamb, one of those two is going to bust big time. And there's a bunch of other wide receivers on the board that are probably going to bust. So it's a risky pick, but, uh, you know, some teams, they fall in love with players, and, and that's my philosophy here. So, all right, so we're up to number 10. we got to start making some uh, progress here. Otherwise, we're going to be here like 14 hours. Uh, and this is my fault because I keep rambling on and on, just like I am now. I'm redundant. I say things over and over and over again, and I repeat myself. Is that what you're saying? Anyway, so, all right, number 10, uh, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, lock it in. Offensive tackle, Jedrick Wills. He just, yeah, we get our top left tackle. We need, we're happy. Submit it. Thank you very, thank you very much. Good night. Very nice. Beautiful. I like it. And they need someone to protect Baker Mayfield when he's flinging the ball down to the guy off the street uh, that they found in Dayton, Ohio, apparently. Because uh, you think, uh, do you think uh, Odell Beckham's going to be traded in the next 24 hours? I think. I think he's going to be staying there because, listen, the other thing is he was featured in their jersey promo, and they don't usually risk that unless the oh, guys can be traded. That's true. Good point. Good point. All right, so we're up to the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They have Sam Darnold leading them, of course. And uh, it seems to me that this is uh, is a no-brainer in my humble opinion. I think I'm going to go Derek Brown out of Auburn uh, to the Jets. Uh, signed, sealed, delivered. They have a history of uh, good uh, defensive linemen, and uh, you can never have enough uh, pressure on the quarterback. And Brown's a Brown's a good one. He's no uh, he didn't play for Alabama, but come on, he played for the second best school in the country, Auburn. So <laughs> he's you know he's a beast. I love him, and getting him on that defensive line, great pick. Number 12 is now the Chargers after making that move uh, with the Raiders where the Raiders traded 12 and 19 to get to, um, to, to get to Tua at number six. So you're up, uh, Charger Nation. <laughs> is there a Charger Nation or is, is, is there, there not is, really? Especially it's, with those new uniforms. It's, it's more like a Charger group of less than 10. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. And you know, but we're going to build that group of 10. We're going to expand it because, listen, this is our dream scenario. Justin Herbert's there at the number 12 pick. We moved down a few spots. We picked up all these extra picks. I'm giddy to take Herbert. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but he's more than good enough for what I'm looking for. 
and a franchise guy, and I am happy to select him with the number 12 pick. Who ended up in uh, in San Diego as the quarterback? Who's the number one there right now? Tyrod Taylor. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Okay. All right. This explains a lot then. So this is so far a good uh, good deal by uh, – Good deal by the Chargers, in my humble opinion, because they've moved down and they've gotten a, a quarterback they probably could have, might have wanted at number six, and now they get him at twelve, and now they get another pick at nineteen plus another pick later in the draft. So very nice, very nice. Absolutely, it's all coming together. So, all right, so we're up to thirteen, which is oh, the Forty ers <laughs> Me picking the for the Forty ers I'm picking the the guy off the street from the from Dayton. <laughs> Who's that punter? <laughs> Let's give him a punter. Let's give him a punter, and then the whole franchise tag him. Anyways, now there's a there's a long history of we've got a couple of our lead editors at Sports Not are big Niners fans, and it's just sometimes it gets just so tedious. Um, so, but anyways, uh, but no, I, I'm I'm an old school Niners fan, going back to the Joey Montana days and uh, the Stevie Young days. So, good stuff. All right, so they obviously went to the Super Bowl, lost the Super Bowl. And they need to try to get back there. Odds are they will not because teams that lose the Super Bowl just don't make it back to the Super Bowl for about five, um, between five to 10 years on average. In fact, the Niners might have been the last team to make it back to the Super Bowl after losing to the Super Bowl. So congratulations to them. All right. So who can help them the most, in my humble opinion? Well, they obviously made the deal for the uh, defensive lineman that went to. Um, went to where did he go oh he went to Indy that's how we have that's how we have this pick so here I am rambling on again let's just get to the damn pick all right so with this pick I'm gonna go because the Niners they love to take defensive linemen (laughs) they take defensive linemen in every draft I swear in the last 14 years they're gonna take uh uh, uh, Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina the defensive uh, lineman so that's my pick for them yeah, yeah, and it and it continues the trend of their uh, defense. Now, the other guy that I was considering for them was uh, was the cornerback. Who, who's the guy that uh, the uh, uh, CJ Henderson? Yeah, CJ Henderson. Yeah, so because I because obviously Richard Sherman's getting old. Uh, he's still he's still doing it on a daily basis. Um, his 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 leg speed. And his intelligence matched the uh, speed of his mouth, but uh, eventually it's gonna it's gonna wear out. Uh, but right now, they could use uh, a young player to replace. Uh, they get it, obviously they get a, a talented guy at a fraction of the cost. So, anyways, all right. Uh, next pick, uh, the Buccaneers at fourteen. And, and did you hear? The Buccaneers apparently made a trade the other day, Matt. Yeah, how about that? They made quite the big trade. Gronk, 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 gronk. Gronk, and you know Brady brought out the conch shell to summon Gronk. It's <laughs> yeah, you can see that story on Sports Not the video of uh, him bringing out the, the was it the Gronk shell? Did you call it the conch shell? Yeah, the conch, the cooch, the conch. I don't know. That sounds a little dirty. Dirty boy. All right. So who do you got the Buccaneers taken at fourteen to uh, add yeah. to the uh, Tom Brady Gronk mix and and just two really good wide receivers here, man. This is pretty good yeah you know it's i would like to take receipt because there's some great receiver talent here but most importantly with a slow quarterback who needs to stay in the pocket tom brady i'm sorry but that's you you're you're kind of a statue in some ways so i have to take josh jones that right tackle i need i need to update 
and upgrade that position to make sure that Brady has all the time in the world to throw. And Josh Jones will help me accomplish that. Why, why Josh Jones versus say Austin Jackson out of USC? You know, they're both, both of them are a bit of a project, but I think Josh Jones, the upside is higher with him. And I feel like I feel more confident that he can be a right tackle and a great system to learn. So yeah, it's just upside. And I also think he fits more with my team and my plan. Okay, nice, nice. All right, uh, Broncos at fifteen. Who the hell knows what these guys are going to do? And I, but I'm going to tell you, uh, they're going to they're going to take the guy that was the combine hero. And they're going to go Isaiah Simmons. He's still on the board, and they're going to pick him up uh, to try to add it to the to the Von Miller's getting old, and you know they need an impact guy on defense because they really don't have too much on defense anymore, in my humble opinion. I think we'd look back on that pick and say it was one of the best in the entire draft. It, because Isaiah Simmons, listen, he's a play, he's not going to fit in every system because not every defensive coordinator is smart enough, knows how to use him the right way. Vic Fangio will know exactly how to use him. This is the dream landing spot for Isaiah Simmons to become a potential all-pro in his career. Just an outstanding pick for Denver if he's there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Falcons, who tried to move up twice and were rebuffed. What are they going to yeah. do now? You know, and coincidentally, one of the players we were targeting the trade-up is there for us. C.J. Henderson, probably the top cover corner in this class. Now, he has that kind of Deion Sanders thing where he doesn't like to tackle. It's something that will need to be worked on, but it's pure coverage ability. Our secondary needs that. We just released Desmond Trufant a few weeks ago. So, yeah. C.J. Henderson is our new number one corner. Wow, nice, very nice. All right, we're up to the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Johnson leading the uh, leading the charge into a new era with Mike McCarthy as the head coach. Uh, this is potentially a big pick for the Cowboys, and um, they're going to go kind of need here, in my humble opinion. They're going to reach down a little bit, perhaps. Oh, it's arguable. And take Xavier McKinney out of Alabama, the safety. You know, I like that pick a lot for Dallas. And I think they would be very happy to make it because he's just, he's such a good player. He does everything so well. He's the best safety in this class. A-plus pick. Very nice. All right, we have three picks left in the show. We're going to do the top 20, so all due respect to the Eagles and the Vikings and the Patriots and the Saints and even the Dolphins, who got the 26th pick. Uh, We're only doing the top 20 here, so we're up to number 18 now, which is the Dolphins once again. And um, who did they take in the... I don't remember now. Yeah. Oh, they checked uh, Akuda. Akuda at number five. And now it's your turn to pick for the Dolphins at 18. It is. And, you know, in this case, since we didn't get our quarterback at number five, we wanted to wait. We have to take him now. And that's it's a, it's a reach here. But Jordan Love, with the number 18 pick, we need to make sure we have our quarterback of the future. Because, listen, he has probably the most upside in this draft. But the great thing is... If, you know, after a year things don't work out, okay, 2021 NFL draft, maybe we can make a big push for, two, for you know, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. 
And we feel confident that, listen, if Jordan Love's not the guy, we can do that. But we feel pretty good right now that Jordan Love, if he buys in with his mentality, with his incredible arm strength and athleticism, he could be, in a few years, the best quarterback from this class if he lives up to his potential. Mm, I think he might have been there at 26 for you, buddy boy. I think you, I think you are reaching on this. And uh, I don't know. I would I would have I, – I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm, this is the first pick I'm going to debate with you a little bit because I would have gone, say, Austin Jackson or even like Patrick Queen, the linebacker out of LSU. I would have been probably looking at those two guys um, – instead of yeah. a, instead of a quarterback here but that's just me that's just me no, it's, it's fair and you know just the risk becomes could new england take a quarterback could the saints take a quarterback at 23 or 24 could another team potentially try and trade up for a quarterback it's just you know if if he's there secure him it is a reach we'd agree there but given the value placed on the quarterback position how much the miami seems to love jordan love Apparently, they've been in on him since his freshman year at Utah State, which is wild. So, yeah, it's just if they're feeling aggressive, Jordan Love at 18. Very nice. All right, so we're up to the Chargers, who now have the 19th pick after that trade with the Raiders. And I've been talking about him, so I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. He's staying home. Austin Jackson going to the Chargers. There you go. I want offensive line, more offensive line help. Um, they're yeah. not. They're not in a bad situation, right, with the offensive line. But hey, an off- offensive line, you never have enough of that, in my humble opinion. Honestly, we've talked about how this draft was really going well for the Chargers with their trade down. They get Austin Jackson, Justin Herbert out of this. You've got your left tackle of future. Brian Bulaga is going to be great at right tackle. I love the interior offensive line there. You know, we've mentioned on the show we love Austin Eckler and their receivers. This is going to be a dang good team next year and in the future. Yeah, if those two guys can play together, the uh, offensive tackle and the quarterback can play together for 15 years. I mean, that's yeah. uh, it doesn't get better than that, in my humble opinion. All right, last pick of our draft is the uh, Jaguars. I wasn't actually aware the Jaguars had two number uh, number one picks. Yeah, how did how did that come to pass? Uh, how did they end up with the 20th pick? Jalen Ramsey trade, which oh. they're going to be making a killing off of this year and next year with the Rams draft picks. Right, right. So, all right. So I'm going to whisper in your ear because he hasn't been taken, and I'm you're probably not going to take him. But Patrick Queen, Patrick Queen, I love Patrick Queen. So, anyways, but yeah. go ahead. You're up, buddy boy. Make it count. Yes. Yeah, oh, it's tempting because listen, there are so many defensive weapons here that I love. Patrick Queen. Clev um Chase on Christian Fulton, Jeff Gladney. It's Oh yeah, Chase on hasn't gone yet, has he? Wow, I forgot all about him, yeah. All tempting, and I think I have to take Chase on because listen, we have this on sportsnot.com too. There was an NFL scout saying he would take Chase on over Chase Young. I wouldn't be that bold. That's way out there. But Chase on can be a great player in the NFL. He has all the athletic traits. He will be with the right coaching staff to help mold him into a great player. I mean, look look at Yannick Ngakwe. Sure, things have gotten ugly between them now, but they helped him become a great player, and I think this coaching staff can do the same for Chase on. Wow, very nice, very nice. All right, that is the first round, the abridged first round in the book. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't uh, – there's nothing else to add to it. Do you think uh, – any surprises in your mind other than uh, other than maybe the, my Lions and my uh, 
my uh, Dolphins pick, and I love the trade though. That uh, I, I did love the trade of the. I think it works out for both teams, the Chargers and the uh, and the Raiders in that case. So. Oh yeah, I mean you know like with the Dolphins pick, is it surprising? Yes, but at the same time, if they're not sold on Tua's medicals, they could absolutely take whoever they think is the best defensive player, offensive tackle on the board. It's well within the realm of possibility on Thursday that we're going to see surprise, surprise. Both quarterbacks, Miami says, no, thank you, and they'll take the top player available. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's put this big show in the book. Uh, of course, you can follow Matt on the Twitter. It's Matt J underscore sports. You can follow me on the Twitter if you like. It's ATC, as in uh, Turkish uh, commune. And then uh, finally, uh, sportsnot.com is your website of love for everything NFL-related. We really love the NFL. The NFL is where it's at. It's like a back song. We got two turn type. I can't even say. We got two turntables and a microphone because that's where it's at. And uh, I, I think there's some sort of uh, innuendo there he's doing, but probably not because he seems like a, a really good boy that would never do anything like that. So, all right, big show in the book. NFL reckless speculation. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, tell a friend about the show. It's TC, everybody, and I'll see you in the emergency room. Smartphones have made it easier than ever to capture the moments that matter most in our lives. But all too often, those memories end up stuck on our devices or in the cloud. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA in our solar-powered facility, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. They also make thoughtful gifts. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 in your cart to get 15% off your order. Focus on moments that matter with Fracture Glass Prints.